Welcome back to the Friday form panel, Trots Vision. We're always racing at thetrots.com.au. The Trots, watch it, live it, love it. Off the text machine as well. Hi, Toby. I went to Cranbourne uh, last night from work here in Bentley. Ah, Ian, you should have made yourself known. I was there here in Bentley to watch my mate Wildcat race in the last for Jess and Amy. First I've been able to watch him in person. I wanted to get hold of a race book as a souvenir but couldn't find one. Any idea how I could? He trotted all the way, just wish he had taken the last turn better as he was trotting so well until then. Cheers, And Yeah, you get the race books at Cranbourne from uh, the Saddlecloth Numbers Room, uh, which would have been hard to find if you didn't know. You should have uh, yelled out to Jess or Amy. They would have been able to help you out, Ian. And uh, I threw my book in the bin as I walked out at the end of the day, so I can't help you either there. Maybe get in touch with the club. They would have one. Now, Dan, race one at Ballarat Saturday night is the Deco Glaze Printed Glass Flashbacks Pace. And... I've been belting on all week about a certain stat that over the last five years at Ballarat Cup night, 65% of leaders with a lap to go have won. And last year, every single horse in front at the Bell Lap won the race. 10 out of 10 it was. So uh, I'm very heavy on trying to find the leaders, but I'm also conscious that if it gets too much that way, horses will come from the back. But... Race one, number one, Jack O'Connor's got a wonderful record when he's in front. And I think Highly Invincible is a much better horse when he gets to the front or at least to the chair. So I expect both Jack O'Connor and Highly Invincible to go really well in the first race. Had Ian Barker, the owner of Highly Invincible, on this show. He's a trainer over in WA. He's had some good horses too, like Highly Exciting, who won 14 races in very short time, basically, and Probably won most of those at Gloucester Park, maybe eight, nine or ten of them at Gloucester Park. A very good trainer, and this one, highly invincible, uh, is Vic Bread. So he's over here. He spent a little bit of time in Tassie, and he's found his way to Andy Gath. I think he's a pretty nice horse, and he might be just too good. So I stuck. I ended up with three, highly invincible, over the one, Jack O'Connor, with not much between them. And then you look towards the class, Horenia, and I threw Rosito, Rosarito missing for fourth because... Tyndale's horses always finish top four, but I never seem to put them in. So I've made a new rule. When they're in the race, I'm going to pick them for fourth at least. Dan, over to you. Uh, it, look, there's no doubt that um, the that up on the speed leading, particularly at the metropolitan level, mm. is, um, is an advantage. We saw that. Uh, highlighted significantly at Bendigo, but you you drew on last year at, at Ballarat, and it's something you get to expect. But when you look at a race initially, you look at it um, to try to deduce who a you think can win, but the best horse in the race, perhaps the racing pattern, and expect everything to be a, a reasonably even playing field. So without it, to, it it evens it out for me um, with some of the stats that you've produced, but some of the horses that might be in those positions. I couldn't go past the form of Harania for a race like this. A barrier two back row is not a bad spot because I would suspect that Harania could end up uh, about midfield or at least in front of a, a couple of horses. I think on the handicap ratings, he's into this race really well, placed off a country cup behind invitation only. At Earl of Pembroke, two horses that are going really well. So nine, Harania's my top selection here. Maybe you'll get each way odds. Who knows when the odds come up? I mean, the goalpost is so wide nowadays. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Harania is the horse to beat with all things even. 
Uh, number two is um, Dance Away, who, who did a bit of work at Bendigo. And again, that was on that night. It was a dynamite peg line track. It worked three wide and, and it gave Granham the straight, but it did do a bit of work. So I'm a bit uh, forgiving of that. It did bolt in the start before. And the horses that you've made mention of, Highly Invincible wasn't too bad at Bendigo. It was never a chance. It was on a track where it seemed impossible to make ground from the back and that's where it was. Uh, it was off a short break. Better gate. I've seen it come out okay without saying it's a brilliant beginner, but it could be a chance of uh, of tackling Jack O'Connor and the other one that gets off the gate well is Stir Me Up. Um, I think Jack O'Connor from the from the draw, if he does end up in front, he's got to be a really good each way chance as well. So my tips are nine, two, three, and one. How's Harania's barrier draws at Melton? A seven six second row five seven six six six. Amazing. He draws nine outside second row still, just to be sure, Craig. So uh, well, no, I think that's a better gate though. Yeah, two I'm, on the second much line better gate. is yeah. often a better gate. Just depends who's drawn in front of you, I suppose. But um, smaller field too. That's the other aspect of this race. It's not a field of twelve. Uh, 2,200 metre race at Ballarat, you can often get that field of 12, and it might only be three extra horses, but if you're going to have to come around them, that that's they're the sort of races that push you four, five, six, seven wide on the turn. So um, I, I think Haranya gets his chance. And those three extra horses are often all racing off the market pegs as well. So if you're mm. last, you're behind all three of them, not just, say, one or two of them. So, yeah, it can make a that's big right. difference. That's right. Yeah. Race two, the Deco Glaze Coloured Splashbacks Trot. And it's a fair, it's on all things being equal. Number two, he's all muscle. Should roll to the front here and just be too good. Maybe you see it. Otherwise, Dan, like Love Gun was just phenomenal last week. I'm not sure how Love Gun did what it did from back in the field. But then you look and, well, uh, he's all muscle beat Love Gun at his last start and beat him pretty convincingly. So everything points to he's all muscle. I think Ebony's Avengers a wonderful chance to run second or third. I'd expect Iron Love to be uh, somewhere up the top. And as I say, Love Gun was just outstanding last week. It's a very good little race, this, but he's all muscle's got the draw and the horse inside it, I think, to work to the front pretty comfortably, Dan. Look, Bendigo was over 1,650. This is 2,200. Mm, so I think that's what suited Love Gun was that extra trip at 2,190 at Shepparton. Obviously, it got up right on the line from inside the back row. Uh, clever drive. You know, lucky that its nose went down on the line at the right time. But the run behind um, Hazel Muscle, even though he was on the pegs, it was a much shorter trip. And I think Love Gun just needs that little bit of extra time to wind up or the bigger track. So... Um, he, he's a he's a chance. He's going really well. He's he's got yeah. two wins, two seconds from his last five starts. He's all muscle. Was terrific. Never looked like getting beaten last time. Uh, he's got a head full of confidence now and gets a good gate again. So he is likely to press onto the front. Um, Yabby Dam have got the whole back and ro- back row here. Uh, Rebel Stoke hasn't won since 2022. Egret. Well, generally, uh, she's best when she's on the pegs or been able to lead. And I think Iron Love's the best chance of those three. He's going really well. But as a consequence of making an early mistake last time, he's out of the draw. I found one here I suspect might be odds um, that I've put on top. Um, Hot to trot, number four. Only a five-year-old, but he was he broke two starts ago. Now, they went slow. It was an eye-catching run. As a result, it was a little bit of money for him at Bendigo last start. And on a night, and particularly in a race, 
it was leader dominated, peg dominated with some pretty good sectionals from Hazel Muscle in front. Hot to trot from the back row, had to go around them, was wide and still finding the line. I thought it was a terrific run and I think he's got an excellent each way chance here and I suspect that good odds. So I'm putting hot to trot number four uh, as my top selection, um, suggesting to back it each way. Two, Hazel Muscle will be very hard to beat. Six, Love Gun is in excellent form, which is what you want from a trotter and and Iron Love is going particularly well. So four, two, six, and ten. Yeah, I've always noted that Hot to Trot was right in the market in that great square. I've said it a few times on air and uh, must be respected in the stable he's in as well with Sonia and Anthony Button. Yeah, don't mind that, Dan. Uh, and, of course, uh, there's a lot of other chances if you really want to dig in order. And anywhere you go could finish top four easily. Key and Zena. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, Egret. Egret's winning form's good, Dan. Uh, and Oaks and two breeders. Everyone's grand. winning form is. <laughs> yeah, I know. But an Oaks and two breeders' crown sounds all right. But it doesn't. Yeah, front line and lead or yeah. had pegs. Yeah, yeah. Let's clear our final commitment of the half hour and we'll come back with the first of the breakthrough heats.